Hello, winterly guests. Whoa, that's not East High. That's right, because today we are not talking about High School Musical 2, but instead we're taking a little holiday break, and we're talking about, like we did last year, a holiday film adjacent to High School Musical. Yes. So, in case you weren't aware of our holiday tradition, apparently, that we're doing, last year we watched the first two Princess Switch movies, which star Vanessa Hudgens and Vanessa Hudgens. And this year we watched... A Christmas Dance Reunion, the Lifetime film that aired on December 3rd, 2021. Starring Monique Coleman of High School Musical and Corbin Blue of High School Musical, reuniting. And that was a lot of the promotional materials. It was like, <laughs> two High School Musical stars reuniting to yes. dance again. <laughs> the, the quote from the uh, Los Angeles Times tweet was... Um, it was honestly like coming home. I forgot how much I love to do this and how much I love to do it with this person. High School Musical co-stars Monique Coleman and Corbin Blue reunite. Yeah. And, I, and that's basically <laughs> the premise of the movie. <laughs> so we'll just go over the nitty gritty first, like as we always do. So this is a Lifetime movie. Yes. So basically a Hallmark movie. Yeah. The, the equivalent amount of effort and budget. Although not, which is not to say that it was um, poorly it's not shot ch- yeah. or um, that it looked cheap in any way. It looks it looked nice enough. It's a TV movie. It has all of the buttons and whistles therein. Directed by Brian Herzlinger and written by Brian Herzlinger and Megan Henry Herzlinger. Um, I have no idea about who these people are. Presumably, they write other Lifetime movies, and that's just kind of their thing. Sorry, I just came across a weird user review on IMDb, and the title is, He Has a Nice Butt. I'll leave that to you all to read on your own time. Um, Yeah, so as we said, it stars Monique Coleman and Corbin Blue. Also featured therein, Roy Lewis, Kim Roberts, and Sasha Clements. I'd say those are the the, the other three that deserve. it's It's a small cast. It is, and a lot of people that have no names. Yes, the TV movie. Yeah. Where you're going to get. And uh, fun fact about Sasha Clemens that I looked up in the middle of the film. She is the wife of Corbin Blue. The real life. IRL. Life. Uh, 2000, they've been married since 2016. And you want to. So this is not like a minute breakdown. We're just going to talk yeah, about the whole movie. We're reviewing the movie. Uh, here's I, the IMDb tagline. A successful attorney, Lucy, is reunited with her childhood Christmas dance partner, Barrett, as the pair give the resort, just the resort, a new lease of life, and the passion between the pair heats up. So if you play, watch the Hallmark Christmas movie bingo card, we're saving a resort in this movie. Yeah, we're saving the hotel in in many ways, it's a lot like White Christmas. That's what I was reading in some of the reviews. <laughs> they were like, a cutesy version of White Christmas. Yeah, instead of G.I.'s, retired veterans who are saving the hotel of their old commander, it's just like two random strangers. You know, the woman who works and the free-spirited man who teaches her to ease up a little bit. But not that much because she's already a pretty. Fe- we kept noticing. So it's it's a very lip servicey movie. Like, yeah, they say the things, but don't actually show them. So opening shot of the movie, we get shots of New York City and generic Christmas songs. Our off brand Christmas music that classic, we so love. Classic Christmas movie setup until. Literally three shots of New York City occur, and then they cut right to a house. Not in the city, just a house. And Monique Coleman arriving home at the Mortimer household, as it were. Her mom's house. And she's all excited to be home. She has got two weeks off for the holidays, but she brings work home with her so she can, quote, get ahead. There's a line about how she brings like her work bag with her, but literally is never mentioned again. <laughs> she just says a bunch of times that she's a lawyer. Yes. And then her mom similarly says, well, I'm a retired art teacher. I've got a lot of time on my hands. She says it so many she times. She says it twice, I think. 
<laughs> but it's just it's just that sort of exposition of like, oh, we need these people to stay to state who they are and what their relationships to other people are. And her and her mom seem to have a really good relationship. They're like hugging it out and they're she's ex- genuinely excited to be home as opposed to like the reluctant worker, lady worker that is like, oh, I'm home for the holidays, but I'm going to work the whole time. She like genuinely doesn't pick she yeah. gets, she makes herself busy and working in other ways though i'm not a great like analyst of like acting skill but i don't think at any point in the movie the acting was bad maybe some tacky acting out of the the uncle that shows up later and the mom and the kids yeah i don't yeah i mean you have to forego any child the, acting the writing is weaker than the acting i think so yeah because monique coleman and corbin blue do a pretty good job yeah no they're likable um you get who they are i think yeah it's definitely the writing that's weaker it just they're they're stuck with not such a great script but thank god they have this reunion is <laughs> literal and they actually we'll just skip around like we did not a lot but um they show <laughs> pictures throughout the film of Corbin and Monique Coleman, presumably back in their high school musical days. And they're not photoshopped yeah, like or anything. They were teenagers, yeah. yeah. And they're like, Oh, look at this photo of us when we were 15. And it's like, yeah. that's probably a real photo of them <laughs> when they were 15. They're a little really older. Cool. They probably well, worked together when they were like 18 and 23. Yeah. As it Monique were. Coleman is a few years older. She is. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so Lucy and her mother, Virginia, get a letter from the Winterly Resort, which is the resort that... It, it's a hotel in the Catskill Mountains that they used to visit every Christmas time. Yes, with um, uh, Lucy's late father, whose name I don't remember. Jack? Sure. And also in this scene, we get a, like... Uh, Virginia has set up, like, a mini Christmas tree where she hangs up all of Lucy's old, like, dance shoes. That have, like, written on, like, the dates of when they were yeah. used and stuff. Because... Lucy used to be a dancer, but she we find out she injured her knee and had to stop dancing and instead found lawyering <laughs> and became a lawyer because she couldn't dance anymore, basically. Yeah, she's a lawyer now. She's, again, it's lip service to the like, oh, she's a busy woman who likes to work. But she's also, she's not like, I don't know, I'm thinking of some other Christmas, like, holiday Christmas even it's, even Princess Switch she's not so stuck in the mud like I have to work on Christmas that yeah. they really have to bend her like hey there's this cooking competition in this <laughs> other country that we can go to yeah. she's like yeah let's go celebrate Christmas the way we used to when I was a kid and like she's very for she's very forth giving well, to it, it actually makes it a little confusing later in the movie when what Barrett? Barrett. Barrett. This is Corbin Blue's character. At one point, asks her, "Is lawyer like is being a lawyer really your passion?" And she's like, "Hmm, no one's ever asked me that before." She doesn't say yes or no. She seems like she likes it enough. Yeah, she she gets joy from helping people. Yeah. She, she uses her lawyering to help people. It's, so it's not like it's like a character flaw that she's like a busybody. She's like, well, she has a job and she likes her job. <laughs> no, it's not shown in a negative way, the way some Hallmark movies really, yeah. like, punish the working lady. Yeah. In that very 1950s which is, fashion. Which is, which is nice, but it also is, like, it's not, it's not that it's an overcorrection, but it's like, well, it doesn't actually say anything about the character. She's just a lady who likes being a lawyer. Yeah, but she also has all these other... She misses dancing, but she secretly misses dancing. Yeah, that, and that's kind of where they're like, well, maybe she just hasn't thought about it because she's been busy. Like, Yeah, and she's also an artist and, like, a design... She's a very organized... She's, like, you're very type A. Yes, well, there's definitely... We made a lot of comparisons to Taylor. She's kind of walking around with an iPad for half the movie. Yeah. Like, keeping track of things. Yeah, there was one shot that I was like, wow, we just saw that of Taylor, like literally <laughs> holding a clipboard and checking something off. So, um, yeah, uh, Lucy, the character, and Taylor, the character, have some, some similarities. And maybe that's just a Monique Coleman type. She's attracted to that kind of role. Well, not that she's attracted to that kind of role, but like... It suits her. Well, if you're kind of casting this, like... Movie, you're like, oh, yes, these are the archetypes that people associate with, with these actors. Yeah. She's the busybody and he's the kind of free spirit. Although, could we see Taylor becoming a lawyer? 
like yes, that that's much more clear than Chad becoming like a Broadway type dancer. And the sort of like seriousness that Chad takes sports is different from the sort of serious but also fun loving aspect that Barrett has with his relationship to dance. So they used to be dance partners when they were a kid. Now Barrett has continued to dance and he's a Broadway star for some he, he dances on Broadway yeah, and he's very talented. He's not a star, but he's like one of those just like background people that who he, works. Yeah. He he talks about how he's in constant shows his life is a constant shuffle between productions. He's one of those guys that wears the, the suit in Hamilton but isn't one of the main actors. Yeah. He's the bullet well, not the bullet specifically, but like he's the ensemble. What do they call thing. those things that they wear? Like not corsets, but they're like the stays. Yeah, the stays, the colonial stays, all the side characters that have that those things on. Yeah, I mean, he even wears the. Is it Chicago that has the suspenders in the hat at one point? Yeah, that's a very like classical Broadway type thing. Um, we get some tap dancing later on. We'll get there, but so they receive this invitation. That's placed strategically next to the dance tree that's inviting them to <laughs> the Winterly, Winterly uh, which, as we said, is a resort up in the Catskills. And they receive this special invitation because this is the last Winterly Christmas. The, the resort is closing down. Whoa. So this is our this is our save the blank. We're saving a resort, folks. Yeah. So they decide they're going to go when they get off the train station and say, do you think there will be any rooms? <laughs> yeah, literally no reservations, no planning. They just take their, like, Lucy just takes her already packed suitcase and they just go. Uh, well, presumably it's closing down, so they don't, they're not assuming that it's going to be super busy. But still, like, no But, like, advance. you call ahead for a hotel. Like, if you know that you need it, you generally call ahead. Yeah, and they also just happen to show up at the right time for the tr- the twice-a-day trolley. <laughs> yeah, the trolley that goes from the train station to the hotel, which apparently only goes twice a day, which is not realistic. I guess you could call. Yeah, and schedule a time, but yeah, so they take a little trolley. Unless the train only arrives from the train station twice a day. Mm, could be. Depends on, I, I, yeah, they're up in the cats, potentially. But still, it seems like it would be more. And... They get excited right away, the the trolley pulling up, because they see yeah, someone they recognize. Her name is Aggie. She's yeah. driving the trolley. Presumably, she does other stuff around the resort, but we really only see her drive the trolley. She's the lady that drives the trolley and then introduces the guests to the hotel people. Yeah. They say, hello, welcome, this is the Blanks. And then they walk off the train. Mortimer's? Mortimers. These is the Mortimers, and then they get off the train. But they first have this nice reunion with her. They say aloud that the father slash husband is dead, and... You know, it's, oh, you used to come here every Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, it's like they ate, she... Presumably Lucy was around 15 or 16 the last time they were there. Yeah, and now she's... Mysterious age. 30-ish. Yeah. So it's been a hot minute since she's been there. And I guess how old is actual Monique Coleman now? Actual, well, Corbin Blue's 32, so she's maybe in her late 30s. She's like 36, 37. She was born in 1980, so she's 41. Okay. I was very off then. So there's a nine-year difference between them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she still looks good. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, so they get off the trolley and... There's no one greeting them. She, she, they just walk into this very eerily empty foyer, but it's decorated a little bit. They're still decorating. And who's walking through the foyer with a, a armful of big stack of wreaths? Wreaths is no. Corbin Blue. Corbin Blue. They so they have their little like, it's not a meet cute because they've, they've met, met before, but like a a reunite cute. Yeah, he like you can't see his face at first, and she's like, "Let me help you," and then they end up tumbling the no, reeds. Comedic, and, yeah, yeah, and they're like, and the music all stops. It's you. And, hey, it's you. And then they like lean in, and, and they're like, "Oh, they're not obviously gonna kiss, but like, oh, okay." Chemistry is there already. Prolonged eye contact. <laughs> and he is. I don't remember. He's just like excited no, to see her. He's like all he's no. Like, they they start being he like he starts pulling some Anakin stuff. Like I've thought about you every day for the last no 10 years. <laughs> no a little bit though a little bit. But they're like talking about how the Winterly is closing and how all good things must come to an end. 
and they're here to say their one last goodbye. And she starts asking about like the Christmas events that are happening. And he's like, well, there's no Christmas events this year. And she's like, what? What's <laughs> the winterly without Christmas events? Yeah. I hate the name Winterly. Like, it's, all right, folks, it's spelled W-I-N-T-E-R-L-E-I-G-H. Yeah, could they, like, it's just so bad. It doesn't feel like it's later on to it's later on revealed that it's a family name of the previous owners. Barrett Brewster is his, his name. name. So his uncle is Hank, presumably Brewster. Brewster. So he inherited it or bought it or. Yeah. Took over. The dance hall, they revealed the dance hall opened in 1957. Yeah, I think it's been like 100 years that the hotel's been open. Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of one of those fancy, woody cabin yeah, hotels. Yeah, it's a Catskills hotel. It's They have literal cabins for, or they call the rooms of the guests cabins. It's unclear it's, whether it looks they're... Like they're more in like apartment type. Yeah, they're like suites. Yeah, it's the type of place that you get, like, a timeshare at, honestly. like That's a very good way to describe it, yeah, because I was definitely trying to think of how, like, there's real working fireplaces. We see one later that's like, got a fireplace in yeah, it. Yeah, because it's not a hotel in the sense that you, like, stay there for, like, one or two nights. Like, it's, it's clear like, that you, like, set up shop there for, like, two weeks. Yeah. There's no skiing or anything associated with it, too. Not in this movie, but... It doesn't seem that way. Like Probably the way, nearby. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're in the Catskills. So they're just trying to like, she she's a little disappointed that there's no Christmas event, but he's like, well, we'll there there may still be some Christmas magic up <laughs> the winterly sleeve, and they get because there's like two people staying at the hotel right now, they get their favorite cottage number twenty one. Yeah, I would have enjoyed if that was. Uh, Chad's number from high school like if they'd have picked that that'd be that, weird that would have been really funny and I would have enjoyed that they didn't I was like what number would you pick from if, if you had to make one significant I like I, Chad's jersey number is like the only one that makes sense like there there's no significant number from the high school musical really? franchise yeah so they uh, start, at some point we meet Hank, the the he, uncle, yeah. who is the owner and, and hotel manager. Yeah, he's explaining that they're he he's tried his best, but they're they can't keep the doors open. This is the last Christmas, and they're sad. They're all yeah. kind of sad. But they're they're making the most of it, and they um and on their way to the room, Barrett and Lucy see the dance hall. See the dance hall, and, and the mom lets them go back into the dance hall so they can kind of, like, reunite. They do a little dance and have that little, like, almost romantic moment. They also see old photos of themselves. Like, they've got old photos on oh, display yeah. of them. and Like, that's, when they were kids. Like, yeah. when they were kids. Some of them are definitely, like, photoshopped poorly, and others <laughs> are, like, probably real photos of them. That's when we learn that, oh, she's a lawyer, oh, he's a dancer. Like, they're catching up their histories. Yeah. And Barrett... They're, they're both very, you bring up, you brought up a very good point very early on. They're both happy with their lives. They're not missing anything other than maybe a partner, like a romantic partner to share their lives yeah. with. And it also just seems so obvious, like from this scene, it's like, oh yeah, you guys seem like you really like each other and that. You have a shared history that you can build, continue to build upon and yeah, you have similar interests. And like it takes a while for them in the movie to like kiss, but it's like never a question that they're like romantically interested in each other. There's never like a will they, won't they. Even like the one potential hairy moment of oh, did they have a fight is so quickly resolved. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's no there's no heightened drama in there's this one. No folks. plot. <laughs> It's a lot of Christmas moments. We we have uh, marshmallow. We have s'mores making. We have so, letters to Santa. Yeah. So basically, what happens is Lucy says, "Hey, I want to put on some of these Christmas events, and maybe if we put on some Christmas events and let people know, then people will come. You know, let's talk to let's let's call all the people that used to come when we were kids. Maybe they'll want to come back too if it's the last time. And so." They decide that they want to put on the Christmas dance and a couple of the other events. Like the cookie decorating letters to Santa. Very small, low budget events. Because yeah. Barrett, I almost said Corbin, um, is very clear. Like, we don't have the money to do any of the yeah. big fancy events. Like, or even the, the dance. Yeah. 
is a is a big ask, but they happen to be talking about it in this like kitchen area. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, hold on, I'll I'll get back to where we were in a, a minute. But um, yeah, they happen to be in this like kitcheny area. They're just sitting catching up, and these this gay couple behind them says, <laughs> "We met here twenty years ago. We also to help. <laughs> yeah, we also have these fond memories. Let us help." But it was and they funny. literally like are hanging tree li- like they're on their vacation, yeah, celebrating this the end of this era, and they're like, yeah, no, let me just decorate and like run events for you guys. It was funny because like, we get like an establishing shot. We see the two men. We're like, oh, subtle that, gay guys. Is that, nice. is that a subtle <laughs> queer representation in this movie? And they were like, oh no, they literally, they literally like butt into the conversation. Like, hey, we want to help. Yeah, but. I want to just go back to this little dance hall moment um, because she says something really... So after they dance, he, like, very non-subtly, like, turns on the music to dance and they do a little spin. And she's like, ooh, you've learned some new moves and and you're a man now. And I was (laughs) like... And then... um, she also, she, they one of them says to the other, we can take a spin down memory lane at any time, just in reference to, like, the spinning motions they had done. But then somewhere in between, Barrett taking them down towards their room, then they start dancing, and then by the time she arrives to her room, there they are cookies. magical cookies that have appeared, and Virginia's like, yeah, nom, 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 I've been working on these since we, I arrived, basically. And she's like, they're heaven. They're the best things I've ever eaten. They're they're clearly like their favorite cookies. They're like, like gingerbread cookies. Yeah, but it's just like he's like, yeah, I had them sent down. Did you enjoy them? And I'm like, when did you? So do maybe that? they did call ahead, but it it seems like a surprise when they got there. I don't know. Yeah. Also, maybe like, he like sent a sneaky text message. Mm. Also, he had the an old guest book in their room. To flip through postcards, yeah. and she has so to have... So it's not like a guest book that you just, like, sign. sign. It's like a fake book that, like, when you open it, it's just like a box that's Full. filled with postcards. Yeah, and she had filled out one when she was younger, and it had... She's like, my favorite thing was the Christmas dance and building snowmen. Yeah. And the other big thing while they're here is, like, will there be enough snow to build a snowman? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a similar white Christmas thing. Yeah, yeah. Because it, like, never snows, and then, boom, it suddenly snows. Yeah. I just realized that, Yeah. <laughs> So they. So basically, they want to put on the events, but the uncle Barrett's little, like, I don't have enough time, and so Lucy's like, Well, I'll help out in around the hotel if you put on the dance lessons, stuff like that. Yeah, and she really takes over the organizing and like planning of the events. They go into the warehouse and see all these old Christmas decorations, and as she's walking around, she's like, The warehouse that's just like a de- decorated room full of Christmas things. Yeah. And she's just actively drawing as they're walking around, being like, this booth will look like this. And then a little later, we see the booth, like, we pan up from her drawing to the booth itself. The other thing I wanted to mention is this weird gold pen. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He, like, writes a note on her, like, notebook in the gold pen that she, like, left at. The last time she was there, she and left her and favorite kept it all these years. lucky gold pen, and it still works 15 years later, <laughs> minimum. He only uses it when he's writing to her. He probably just actually had it put away, and then he remembered when she was coming, or like when he wanted to invite her yeah. to write it in the gold pen, whatever. Yeah, but he like pulls it out of his pocket, and she's like is that my pen? He's like, do you want it back? She's like, no, it's probably yours now after like you've had it all this time. And we're, we're, we get this passion discussion about like, what is your passion? And they're just sitting in this sleigh with Santa hats on, like looking at all this Christmas decoration. And they're like talking about their lives some more and like how she got into lawyering. How she hurt her knee, but she minored in dance. Yeah. And they're like interested in being dance partners a little bit, but she's still not sure because she's not she hasn't danced in so long. Yeah, everything's so kind of like feckless. It's like, what do you like? What do you mean you're gonna do a dance together? Why are you pretending like you're not gonna do a dance together? Like you showed up, you want to put on the Christmas dance, but you don't want to be in the Christmas dance. Like you obviously want to be in the Christmas dance. Yeah, just just say it. It's okay. We all know you're good. <laughs> 
and the the first event happens. Um, it's a cookie decorating event. Oh no! Wait, we get the introduction of Marley and Posey first. Yeah. So, um, part of their effort to invite more of these children generation they're basically like yeah let's go on the nostalgia kick and like let's invite all our friends from when we were kids here the the weird subtext is that like hank just didn't know how to market the hotel he like at all doesn't know social media exists doesn't know how to advertise so she like posts about it on facebook or what they don't say (laughs) facebook but they're like yeah i saw your post and i came right away and Marley is one of their former friends as well. She used to be in the Christmas dance with them. And she brings her daughter, Posey, who is the precocious seven-year-old that we need on a Christmas movie yeah. set. She just, like, says things that are really excited and loud. Yeah. she, she She's like, nice to meet you. And it's just, like, ear-blockingly loud. <laughs> and um, this is uh, Corbin Blue's real-life wife as, yes. as Marley. I feel like we're getting to the point where it's like, yeah, they they put on a bunch of these Christmas events. Thing, there's the cookie decorating one. Oh, Barrett's bad at making cookies. And she's so neat and pretty. And like we see their differences and they start talking about like the un, the plan needs the planner needs to follow the unplanned or like there's something. Yeah, it's that she's very organized. He likes to play things loose. It Like everything is kind of half like half done. Except the cookies. Those were fully cooked. Yes. And at the same time as they're, like, connecting, Virginia and Hank are connecting. Yeah. We keep seeing this, like, mirror of, like, them sitting together, like, working and stuff. There's never any resolution to this, like, potential romantic yeah. connection between Virginia and Hank kiss at the end of the movie briefly, oh. like, in the dance. Number. Oh, they do? Yeah. I missed that. It's, but in the big dance finale, oh, there's, okay. like, a quick peck. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a little weird that they're... Just, it's just kind of like, oh, we have the two single young people and the two single older people. They'll end up together. Sure. And... There's a couple... There's like one dance number... Okay, there's like two dance numbers in the whole movie leading up to the finale. At the finale, there's like a bunch of dance numbers in a row. But we get... Yeah. Corbin Blue gets a little solo dance Tapping. tap number. Yeah, and that's what's next. So after the cooking cookie deck... De- cookie decoration event we see the next morning he's getting ready he's warming up for his dance class for the christmas dance to train people on the routines that he is hypothetically choreographed and he's doing a tap number yeah so he does a whole tap number and that's like when the people walk in the only people who are coming to the dance lesson are Marley and Posey and the gay couple who don't have names. Don't have names. <laughs> Great. Whatever Bechdel test equivalent of gay representation. Failed epically. <laughs> but something we both pointed out during this little tap sequence is Corbin Blue's really good. Yeah. Like, it's cutting in the sense that, like, they're, they're cutting to new shots to keep it interesting. So it's not just, like, one wide shot that you get bored of watching the dance. But it's not cutting away from his face. It's not, like cutting between close-ups of his feet and close-up of his face. It's definitely him, like, the whole time. Yeah. And we looked up, because I was curious, like, what has he been doing since High School Musical 2? And other than being in a ton of movies, he's also been in a lot of Broadway and stage productions, including, uh, there was one called, it was the uh, Holiday Inn, the new Irving Berlin musical. He was also... In the Broadway company for Kiss Me, Kate, he's basically he's been in a he was in a company for In the Heights in 2010 and Godspell. So he's done a lot of different productions. Yeah, it's interesting because it actually feels like dancing is his main thing a little bit more than acting. But he's also like I was looked up his IMDb page and I was like, oh, he's been in a ton of movies, not even like TV movies, but like straight up movies since High School Musical. Not the type that not we've like the, heard of or seen. No, but they're not like the low. They're not TV movies, and he's done a handful of yeah. TV shows and movies and stuff too. But it's still it's he a hasn't good been variety. like slumming it, if that's a phrase that you can apply to successful TV actors. Which is which is pretty exciting to see that, and the, he really gets this moment to show off his dancing yeah. skills. Yeah, and the only other dance number is like. After they've trained the, some of the other 
guests to dance. There's like a group dance number in the middle where they're like rehearsing. And he's like, come on, Lucy, like join our dance. And she's like, no, I'm not ready yet. And so, yeah. So the, the, we get kind of cuts between them rehearsing the dances and them getting, them getting ready for like the next Christmas event. And the next one's the s'mores one, which she has marshmallow on her face. And he, like, very painfully, slowly oh wipes God. it off with a napkin. Misses it the first time and has to do it a second <laughs> time. We also discover that Marley is very attuned to their connection and is, like, yeah, rooting for they them need, real like, hard. They need, like, a, a scene where Lucy talks to anybody else about her relationship with Barrett. And for some reason, that can't be with her mom. It has to be with this, like, other young woman who's, like, the guest there who she, like, has her, like, girl talk with. Yeah, and she's like, he still looks at you the same way he used to when you were younger. And it's like, okay, that's a little weird. But, yeah, Marley, she ends up going to Marley a little later to ask. We find out in this scene that she now works for a news station. Yeah, she's a TV reporter, and Lucy wants her to do, like, a story about the Winterly so that they can try to get more guests. It's th- again, there's this half baked plot about like, oh, like if we promote, put, yeah, if we promote the events and people will sign up and come and then we can save the hotel, which is relatively unrealistic in the sense that like, yeah, some some extra guests coming will be nice. But like if he's already decided he's going to close the hotel or if he's if he's literally bankrupt or if he sold it, like I I was thinking at the end because. Spoilers, folks, they saved the hotel somehow. <laughs> I'm like, all right, he knew this was their last season. Any, like, business partner planner would be like, okay, y- you have until this date to be in the building, and then we've sold it or something like that. Yeah, so, like, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but... there, Yeah, there's then more the more dancing, and what Lucy keeps doing, she'll, like, go in, see how the dance is going, dancing is going, and then go out and talk to Hank about the next event. And the next event is Hank's secret event, or after the Santa letters, Hank is planning this secret event. And she says that he's he's very good at hands-on teaching, and we're like, whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah, she says that Barrett is, good at, is very hands-on with his teaching, which is just like... <laughs> Not a thing you say for dancing, specifically. <laughs> yeah. And Posey comes in and is like, I know we're writing letters to Santa, but it's never going to arrive to him. Posey is very worried about knowing that Santa knows where she is. Yes. Uh, which is whatever. Like It's, it's a, the kid plot. So, yeah. So they write the letters to Santa. The, uh, More kids have shown up. Barrett's youth troop have yeah. shown up. So he's also a dance teacher, and his students that he teaches, he's, like, coerced their parents into coming. Yeah, you were like, oh, they've just extorted them for more money. <laughs> I wrote that down. You said it when we were watching it, and I thought that was funny. And the kids are writing letters. Lucy and Barrett sit down to write letters. And they're like, we need to write down something that we're missing in our lives. And I was like, oh, something about her father or something about like... Romantic partner, like yeah. uh, someone to share my life with or something. They also, Barrett right away is like, well, obviously I'm going to ask for world peace. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what a like awful joke. <laughs> like, and... Barrett also reveals that he personally invited them and he was the only invitation. That was the only invitation (laughs) that he wrote out. So weird. It's like, yeah, I only wanted you to come. So they do the letters event. And then the next day, Hank has to go out and get his supplies so that when Lucy is like trying to get permission from Hank to do the TV report, she can't find him. So they have to pull trigger on doing the TV report without asking permission first. Which... Uh, Barrett is not she asks Barrett first and he's like well you have to ask Hank like I don't think he can bear much more heartbreak which he kept saying things like that and I was like is there actually something wrong with his health like (laughs) is there some concern and like this is actually wearing him down it's like Lucy pushing him too far and he's actually gonna like the big dramatic moment gonna be like a heart attack or something I was wondering that for a bit but no 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 drama in this movie the, at the evening event, they um, make little lanterns that they attach the Christmas cards to so they can send their wishes up into the sky to the North Pole. Because that's north. Yeah. North is just up. It's magic. It's Santa, whatever. 
And, oh, we also find out that there's going to be a spotlight dance. So the news spot is really going to highlight the Christmas dance and invite yeah. people to come. They need the news spot as soon as possible, the, the day before Christmas Eve, so that they, the news can tell people about the Christmas Eve dance so that people will show up to see the dance. Instead of buying an advertisement on television. <laughs> <laughs> uh, free press. That's what they got. And... So the camera crew is recording the lantern thing, and that's when Barrett gets a little upset that they didn't ask Hank first, even though Lucy suggests that it is a hopeful news story, not a sort of... Look at this dying, like, last wish kind of thing. Which is also sort of a thing from White Christmas. Like, they, one of them goes on TV and says, hey, everyone show up to this event so that we can help out our old army buddy. And... One of the other characters is like upset that like, oh, you made him out to look like this sad old man. And that's like, no, we were like, we were trying to help him. Like, that's the point. And during this little kerfuffle of Lucy feeling bad about not asking Hank and Barrett, like storming away and feeling sad and doing some reflection. Lucy finally goes and talks to her mom about all this and how she feels very overwhelmed with all the emotion she's experiencing because she's sad about the winterly, but she's also, like, nervous about the dance that she's now doing and also what to do about Barrett. Yeah, you get a scene of Monique Coleman acting. She gets that sort of, like, teary-eyed drama acting, which is good enough. Yeah, and... Um, oh, we missed one thing, that um, Barrett and Lucy both, both open their letters to Santa, revealing that what they wanted was magic, which was just like, eh... That's meaningless. Yeah, that was the point where you were like, they were, they're happy. They, they live good lives. Why would they ask for magic? Yeah, like, there's just, like, so much that's, like, we're going through the motions, and it's not a terrible movie, but, like, it, if it was cornier, it would almost be better, because then it would be, like, there would be something to talk about. Now it's just kind of, like, I mean, we've been talking for 40 minutes almost, but it's, like, They've just been kind of going through the motions of all this stuff. Yeah, she, she even says to her mom, she's like, I know I like Barrett, but does Barrett like me? And I just wanted to step through <laughs> and like, shake her and be like, everyone has literally said that to you. So they... It's Christmas Eve it's morning. Christmas Eve morning. Or, but it's early. It's the wee hours. Wicked early because Barrett is throwing rocks at Lucy's window before the sun has come up. And she, like, gets up out of bed and, like, doesn't open (laughs) her eyes. She comes down in her quote-unquote PJs. And he's like, there's something I need to show you, but it has to happen before sunup. He, He, like, apologizes right away. Yeah, oh, no, he's like, I'm sorry, I overreacted last night, like, my (laughs) bad. He's like, no, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done it without asking. And it's like, oh, problem over. Okay, great. Cool. (laughs) And they go to his quote-unquote hideout, which is this whole fancy room. A full room. (laughs) And it's overlooking, like, the side of whatever mountain they're on. <laughs> they see the sunrise. They see some deer walk out of the and, woods. And it is such a bad cut. It's <laughs> not know, the worst cut. It's literally, well, it's just, it, the angle doesn't make sense. Because we're seeing the deer from this ground up yeah. kind of shot. And they're clearly yeah. looking down. Like, it's clearly not a shot from the hotel of deer that were actually there. But it's all—it's not like a terrible CGI deer. No, they're real deer. And it's not like that thing that happens sometimes in movies where, like, the the nature film you get is, like, a different res- resolution, totally different. Even the coloring was kind of similar. Like, yeah. the lighting all looked so it similar. So it wasn't bad, but it does happen in movies sometimes <laughs> where you, like, cut to an animal and you're like, whoa, that's a completely different type of film. And they talk it out and they're like, yeah, I didn't want to... I can't imagine here without you. I want to be with you even after this place closes down. I'd rather have you than try to make the winterly happen. Like, yeah. And they kiss and they're together now. And there's like a half hour left of the movie. (laughs) So, yeah. So Hank comes, knocks on the door, says, Hey, I've been looking for you. A bunch of people are showing up. (laughs) When did he become (laughs) the Italian salesman? (laughs) 
Hey, I've been looking for you. A bunch of people showing up to the hotel. Uh, yeah, so the, the, ever since the news spot, they're tre- he says they're trendy. And Posey's like, no, we're, we're trending. trending. <laughs> and it's yet again another revelation of does Hank know what social media is? Probs not. Yeah, it's and that's the weird thing. It's like lots of these like hotels and like old fashioned resort places in the Catskills have definitely gone out of business because like that's just not like the only thing people do when they like they leave the city and they go to that same hotel every year or twice a year or whatever. But the way that place is set up, they could be a gold mine for social media kind of people that yeah. are like hashtag cookies. If at the hotel has made it this long and like is clearly modernized, like there's no reason that they can't be a successful hotel other than they just like don't know how to market themselves. And Hank is like, yeah, we're nearly booked out. Like every like tons of people are coming. We've nearly sold out for the night. They didn't actually sell out. So like but, but like, business has dramatically it's ex- increased. It's exciting for Christmas, but they, they still don't think that they're going to like survive or whatever. But also they want to live stream the dance Christmas dance. Yeah. So the news crew is coming back so they can live stream. So. The the finale is and, oh and Corbett or uh, Barrett says he's gonna call in his people from Broadway. <laughs> sure, whatever <laughs> that Broadway means. peeps. Yeah. he says so. We basically get this kind of lead up to the dance. Barrett's kind of nervous and Mo- for some reason. And Lucy gets shoes like her Christmas present from her mom is a new pair of dance shoes. Yeah, she's also like they've also been like planning this like crazy trick that they're going to do in their dance solo. Yeah, there's some big thing that Lucy's nervous about. She doesn't think her body can handle it. But it's, a, it's again, a it's lift. like a half-baked thing where it's like her knee can't handle it or like she's not skilled enough. But like, what? The, the last thing she got nervous about was a dip. And she's done a few dips that, now. That's so not, it's like, yeah, it's not like a thing at all. <laughs> and everyone's a little nervous, but they do this melt away thing that they've been doing periodically throughout the movie. It's their like together thing that like they use to calm down. Yeah. It's like a dance style of like you loosen the tension yeah. in your body. Yeah. And Hank gives a little speech about how this was a tradition and where he's excited that people are here to witness it and brings Barrett out to welcome people as well as the dance director of the Winterly. (laughs) (laughs) And so they they do a dance number. It starts... First first is the kids and Marley and one dude who we don't know. Yeah. And they, they do, like, a little thing where they're, like, reindeer and they're just dancing to a generic Christmas song. Yeah. And then is the tap dancing segment. Led- Which is mostly the, the gay couple. Yes. And then they get background dan- tap dancers to join in with them. And that song, while being generic, like, was kind of a cute song. I couldn't tell you what it was about, but I was like, in the moment, I was like, yeah, this isn't a bad song. <laughs> oh, it was like, I'll still be under the Christmas, like, I'm your last gift kind of thing. Yeah. Romantic. And then... The curtain in the back part, you see a, a stars behind the stage and a moon comes down and it's High School Musical all over again. <laughs> but instead, this time, it's Lucy and Barrett dancing a very like modern contemporary dance. It's a lot of like come together shells and extensions and a lot of lifts. Yeah. There's like a lot of lifts. You get this like hosier type Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, about like loving last year, like falling in love last year or something, which doesn't make any sense for the context, but it it works for the piece. Yeah, it's like this broad, sweeping, yearning Christmas song. Except sometimes their moves don't they're, match the they're, music. They're dancing a little faster than the music, but the it's, which is it's weird because the music is still like exciting and intense, but not because it's fast, but because it's like a wall of sound and it's it's, and it's a lot, so. And then the cue occurs, and they invite everyone to join in the dance. Yeah. But really, oh, it's they just do them their, they do on the their, floor. They do their big lift. move. They do their big lift, which is like him picking her up by the legs and kind of swinging her around yeah. in a circle. Yeah. 
And then they dance on the floor. Yeah, they open it up to everyone, which is mostly the same people dancing, but now on the floor. Yeah. And although Hank and Virginia join in this random lady in a red jumpsuit <laughs> who then joins back on the stage again. There's, like, a, there's a random guy that starts dancing and he's doing like a crazy arm, like double jointed thing. Yeah. And but everyone else kind of does join in to some extent. It's kind but of it's nice because like, when it moves out to the floor, you get different camera work. Like instead of it being like wide, like oh, this is something that's on a stage, you get more of like the close-ups and stuff. Yeah, and Aggie runs in as Hank and Virgin. They're all dancing, and she's like, "There's a lot of people in the lobby that want to book for New, New Year's, Year's and, and next summer, summer and, and Christ- next Christmas." Yeah, and. The implication Lucy. that they have saved the hotel. And Lucy's like, oh, you can open a dance camp here. Yeah. And, and Barrett's like, like, not if you don't stay with me. And she's like, hmm, I could be a lawyer and help run the hotel. Okay. Yeah. Hank's already like, well, I already offered you a part-time like hotel manager position. And so she's like, yeah, I can lawyer and do that. Yeah. And it's like, well, it, at least she didn't like decide, hey, I could quit being a lawyer. Yeah. But it's like... We're not, like, no one made any sacrifices. No. No one lost anything. No one, like, had to make a hard choice. And there's enough snow for a snowman at the end. It snows, and and, and there's enough snow to build a snowman, and they kiss again. Well. That was the movie. We spent a long time talking about the movie. Did you actually like the movie? (laughs) I liked it more than I expected to, because I usually don't find those I, I usually want nothing to do with those it wasn't bad i think it helped that i like corbin blue and monique coleman so much that they were so enjoyable that i enjoyed them and also like the prospect of a dance at the end yeah that definitely <laughs> Kept me going. That definitely helped it wasn't it wasn't like a bad christmas movie where you're like uh rolling your eyes groaning there were a couple moments where we were like what why did they do that yeah um and it also wasn't a movie that was, like, so boring and neutral that, like... Nothing happened, but it was still, like, you were watching it, and you were like, oh, yeah, they're, they're I, I, making it was It was kind and... of a slog to get through this whole hour and a half, because, like, really nothing happens, and there's no stakes, and there's really not that much interesting going on besides Monique Coleman and Colbert and Blue, and uh, the couple dance numbers that happen. It's not really, like, a musical in the sense that, like, White Christmas is, like, you know, there's dance numbers every ten minutes... Mm-hmm. There's not really like good comedy bits. The romance isn't it, great. <laughs> no, it's really not. It's not a great movie in any respect, other than Corbin Blue and Monique Coleman work so well together, and they're so enjoyable. And it's not even like, oh my god, it's like it's the, not. It's not like the acting performance of the century kind of thing. And it's not like, oh my god, you can tell they have like such great chemistry, like like. The things people say about, like, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone in yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man. Like, oh, my God, like, their chemistry makes the whole movie. It's not even that. It's just, like, they're I friends. like those two actors. Yeah, you can tell they're friends and they're glad to be back working together. I did pick up a few times that um, people still don't know how to work with Monique Coleman's hair. She was stuck with a few headbands again, and we were like... Well, so when she was wearing the headband was when she was, like, in bed. She had a few headbands on. They were the kind of plasticky ones, but then she had one that was, like, a faux head wrap. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about the hair. I She basically has the same hair, like, the entire movie. Yeah. I was going to say the uh, the lighting is actually very obviously attuned to their skin tone. Mm-hmm. And it actually, it works super well in this movie. Like, yeah. you can tell it's lit for black skin. And that it's just working and that the directors and the cinematographers knew how to do that aspect of the filmmaking. Yeah, no, I definitely thought it looked nice. It, it was a very nicely shot movie, but it was just one of those things that are now that we've been. Compared to High School Musical, where like the skin, like the skin yeah. thing is like totally different and like the white people look orange and weird. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a nice change of pace from our High School Musical to <laughs> minutes. Yeah. But no, I mean, it's yeah, I, so, I don't know if I'd recommend it what, versus <laughs> the, Princess, Switch, the Princess Switch. I'd rather watch that again than watch the Princess Switch again. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the, the first one, I'll say more than the first one. The second one, because of Blanon, Blanon Vanessa Hudgens, <laughs> Blonde Vanessa Hudgens. 
I would not watch that one again because I want to derail that. I'm going to call for Princess Switch because it's weird and bad enough that it's actually more fun. Okay. This, I think, is worth watching once if you like High School Musical and you want to watch Monique Coleman and Corbin Corbin Blue. Blue. I would consider watching Princess Switch again, like, if I was with friends or, like, just, like, wanted to, like, watch something stupid. I don't know if I would watch this again. I don't, I wouldn't watch any of them again. That's my thing. Like, I don't watch these kind of movies regularly. Like, I don't, it seems like we're not going to be covering Princess Switch 3 this year. Yeah, probably not. Seems like we're going to be pushing it to next year. Like, I'm excited to watch Princess (laughs) Switch 3 again. If they made a sequel to this one, I'd be like, well, I guess I'm going to watch it. I don't know. Yeah, things just got a little out of hand, and we're not going to get two movies in this, this holiday season. It's fine. But, um, know that we know Princess Switch 3 exists. We're going to get to it eventually. We don't know what's what to expect. There might be a Lucas Graybeal Christmas movie next year. Yo! <laughs> Who I knows? Like <laughs> but, no, it wasn't a bad... Like, we picked this one first over Princess Switch Because there was something different. Yeah. I don't know. If you had to, like... If you had to rate it out of ten or... Like a five and a half, maybe? Yeah, Six, like, it's like, a five out of ten movie. Like, it's... You're not... You're not going to hate it, but you're also not going to love it. Unless you like Hallmark movies, which we do not. But <laughs> like I, would be inter- mom- I would be interested to see if someone who likes Hallmark movies would like this, though, because... Without the nostalgia factor of the high school musical element. Yeah, because, like, the dancing is good, but there's not that much of it until the end. There's not much, like, twists and turns with the romance. It's not doing, like, the things that you expect, like, the beats to be. So, I don't know. Yeah, our mom did not watch this one with us, so <laughs> we can't give what uh, someone who likes Hallmark movies take was. Um, That's I, all I got. Yeah, we, we, there's no like other segment for this. No. We did a review. We watched the movie. We talked about it. People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, send us, if you know of any other Christmas movies that have High School Musical adjacent people in it, maybe there's a Kelsey movie Yo. out there, or yeah. a, a Mike Bolton. Or honestly, if it's like any other holiday, like we can do, we can do like <laughs> a 4th of July or a, a Halloween. Yeah, just any random High School Musical adjacent stuff. Feel yeah. free to send us. Yeah, let us know. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our music, which was composed by Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler, and we'll catch you next time when we resume High School Musical 2. You can bet on it.